In April, Los Angeles Lakers president Magic Johnson appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he was a hit. Johnson drew last when he was asked about NBA rules against tampering with players who are under contract with another team, like four-time All-Star Paul George. What constitutes tampering? Like, if you're on vacation and you run into Paul George, are you not allowed to speak to him? No, we're going to say hi because we know each other. I you see. You just can't say, hey, I want you to come to the Lakers, even though I'm going to be wink, winking like... <laughs> <laughs> You know what that means, right? <laughs> but George's former team, the Indiana Pacers, isn't amused, and apparently neither is the league. The NBA is now investigating whether the Lakers violated the league's tampering rules. With us to talk about the investigation and the big money world of NBA free agency is Larry Kuhn, the founder of CBAFAQ.com. It's a site dedicated to the ins and outs of the NBA's collective bargaining agreement. Larry, thanks for joining us. Um, your website helpfully tells me that tampering occurs when a team, quote, directly or indirectly entices a player who's under contract elsewhere. I realize he was joking, but even with just what he said on on Jimmy Kimmel Live, is it possible that Magic Johnson crossed that line right there? There's a broad spectrum of tampering, everywhere from the overt, hey, we want you to come play with us as soon as your contract's over, come on down, just don't tell anybody, all the way to the things that are barely over the line. Magic, in his Kimmel appearance, could be considered to be over the line. On the other hand, he's a gregarious guy who's joking, and is it technically illegal? Possibly. Is it overtly tampering? Probably not. It sounds also, if you put it in context, he knows what he's doing on a national television show. He's uh, obviously an experienced businessman, an experienced in this business, and he would not admit a plot to tamper on TV, I would think. And there's also this this factor that sort of... Um, I wonder about which is George knows Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant. He came from there, from California. He's expressed desires to play for the Lakers. I mean, at what point is it tampering? And at what point is it this guy wants to go to play for the Lakers and has always wanted to do that? Right. And the Lakers certainly don't need to tamper in this case. If everything that's been rumored that Paul George wants to sign with the Lakers as soon as this contract is over is true, then all the Lakers really need to do is sit back. They don't need to make any overt gestures like that and especially risk something like this. How, how rigorously are the league's anti-tampering rules enforced? I, I would have to imagine, um, or maybe I just am imagining, that that uh, there's a certain amount of uh, winks and nods that go on all the time uh, among players and, and prospective teams. Of course. You're not the thought police, nor can you monitor every private conversation that happens, especially in the scenario like Magic said, oh, I happen to run into the guy on vacation. They're not going to monitor every conversation that happens, especially since guys like Magic and guys like Paul George's agent are going to be having conversations about other things all the time anyway. So... They wait for a team to complain. They think that a violation occurred. Um, they'll complain to the league, and then the legal uh, will um, launch an investigation, which is what happened in this case. Now, if they do find something, if all we have to go on is the Kimmel case, then that's probably not much. The punishment's going to fit the crime. So for something like that, they might even issue just a warning or a small fine. But if in their investigation, you know, they're going to look at emails, they're going to look at other conversations, and if they do happen to turn up something that that indicates that something a little bit more egregious is going on here, then you could start to see more severe penalties. 
Why is a law firm investigating this instead of the league's office? I think they wanted to have an independent third party take a look at it. And, you know, the, the, the league is supposed to be that in cases like this between a couple of teams. But I think that they wanted to keep it at arm's length. Larry, let me just back up and, and, and ask you a question that I'm, I'm curious about. In, in so many other fields, um, you can talk with somebody who's under contract with, with another entity or works for another, another company, for example. Why is tampering against the rules in the NBA in the first place? The league is very careful to make it so that the only agreement between a team and a player is reduced into an NBA contract and protect that relationship between teams and players that do exist. Uh, Teams can't even negotiate with their own upcoming free agents until the free agent actually becomes a free agent. It's, It's just the line that the league doesn't let people cross, so they protect that relationship between teams and their own players by not letting other players step in and do anything subversive. I want to thank our guest, Larry Kuhn. He's the founder of CBAFAQ.com. It's a site that uh, looks at the NBA's collective bargaining agreement with all sorts of issues like salary caps and, in this case, uh, the rules against tampering with players who are under contract with another team. Talking about uh, the NBA's investigation of possible tampering by the Los Angeles Lakers.